Welcome to the Seize the Yay podcast. Busy and happy are not the same thing. We too rarely question what makes the heart sing. We work, then we rest, but rarely we play and often don't realize there's more than one way. So this is a platform to hear and explore the stories of those who found lives they adore. The good, bad and ugly, the best and worst day will bear all the facets of seizing your yay. I'm Sarah Davidson, or Spoonful of Sarah, a lawyer turned fun entrepreneur who swapped the suits and heels to co-found Matcha Maiden and Matcha Milk Bar. Seize the Yay is a series of conversations on finding a life you love and exploring the self-doubt, challenge, joy, and fulfillment along the way. Flangelina! <laughs> oh, that timing was so bold. <laughs> <laughs> she did a burp and blow. I was <gasps> mid burp and I was like, "Oh no, got to do it." How do I let it out? <laughs> you know, I burp and blow all the time. Yeah, you and blow I, in I my think face. it's really subtle <laughs> and it's not subtle at all. Oh, welcome to our first years of our lives of 2023. How exciting! Oh I love that it's the first one yet. It's like almost a month into the whole year, and we suck. Well, I think I've unilaterally decided that. <laughs> As of today, the new year officially begins in February. Like I keep thinking, you know how I do resolutions and everything and we do reflections and we're big on journaling and, you know, on like the last week of December, I was like, okay, I'm going to sit down. I just couldn't do it. I don't know how people do it. I haven't had the it. vibe. So I'm like, I think Jan is still like but also, get your head in the game. <laughs> I feel first. Like, like I feel like New Year's Eve, you're like getting ready for the end of the year. How do you even have time to think about the next year by by Jan minute. 1. Yeah. I, know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I, I'm letting us off the hook and calling the new year, like in terms of starting a new year, new me. Oh, thank you, God of time, letting yeah. us off the hook. <laughs> so kind of you. <laughs> I am the mother of time and I officially declare the Gregorian calendar starts on Feb 1. The from Gregorian now on. calendar starts on the Lunar New Year On the calendar. Lunar New Year ca- No, Lunar New Year is this weekend. I need one more week. Yes. Yeah, you just can't. I don't know. I feel like January this year has been odd like I kind of came out the year with a new year new me and then I was like I'm still not there I'm, I still need it like heal from last yeah, year yeah genuinely I feel like last week was no this week has been my first semi-normal week, yeah where I'm like I have begun the year yes so I feel what you mean I don't know if that happens every year but I almost feel like it's more acute this year than it has been mm. before yeah, but last year, well, which we will discuss, was really crazy for both of us. For so you, crazy. Very much so. And then so we didn't really get to chill out. I think going overseas over New Year's and Christmas doesn't allow you to also do that. Yeah, which is why we we didn't. You yeah. did, but we were just like, I literally stayed yeah, at home. Yours, I don't think I left the house for like 10 zombie. days in a row. I genuinely, you know that meme where it's like I respond in five to seven days? That was Sarah. At least five to, five to seven business days. I was like, I messaged her and I said, Happy New Year. I love you so much. And the next message I got was 14 11 days of later. January. Being like, um, yeah, I'm good. Anyway. You too. <laughs> it wasn't even acknowledged. It was uh, me, the next message being me like, Bermuda question mark and you were oh, like yeah. yes <laughs> okay you know our code I don't know if we've talked about this before on the show we've talked about so many of our like alien invasion mm. how we would know if it was each other but when one of us is like in the depths of not using their phone which is actually we celebrate it for each other because it's like you're obviously 
in the moment and you're enjoying your life if you're not on your phone all the time but it's like are you in the Bermuda Triangle and now it's just become Bermuda question mark and I was like so Bermuda but like eight days later I was like yes (laughs) I am (laughs) I still am also I apologize in advance you lovely listeners this is our first workation or yaycation of the year and now that we have Ange like properly on board which is so exciting we've already planned our first in real life event we've done our first like location we've done so much for the year but I forgot to bring my headphones so if we are screaming into the microphones I can't hear what imagine, we sound like. So I apologize. Imagine if we listen to it back and it's like, yeah, because yeah, like, it's, it's like, so loud. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back. People are probably like, thank the Lord. I know they are too <laughs> loud. <laughs> so we have had, obviously, the second part of your QA went live as our first episode, which, by the way, while I was in Bermuda, I did notice was hotly requested. Like, so many people noticed. I was like, no one yeah, will notice that we don't. Everyone was like, where is part we're two? So I was like, shit. we, last year was not a year of keeping promises. This year is different. New it, year, new us. It's true. The things that we have said that we would always do, Australia says, should always do, is they're all happening. Like, for example, <laughs> this is a segue. For example, segue. Segue. It's a segue. We have our first IRL. That's in real life for my fellow boomers. SMH. SMH. Ick me. Are you Okay, ick, ick. Imho. Okay, context. We need to explain more context this year also because our brains just are so silly. You know, on, you know, socials when people use abbreviations, like Gen Zs are very like, if you know, you know, but they write I-Y-K-Y-K and we just say it out loud like icky ick. Anyway, we have our first in real life event starting with the Melbourne neighborhood. We are doing a Palentine's Day. Very exciting. Because we usually have our own Galentine's Day. Nick and I have a Valentine's Day, but we thought we'd have a Palentine's Day where we do a Pinot and Picasso because we promised this to you last year and didn't do it, where we get to sit down in a beautiful small group and paint. Each other's boobies. Each other's boobies. What? You are so weird. We are not doing nudes. Angie's not sitting as our model. We are painting a landscape together. If I was the model, with you'd some you'd champagne know. and drinkies, getting to know each other. I'm so excited. We haven't done a live event in so long. When was the last one? Like Olivia I don't even know. Rogers? Yeah, like which is also ago. something we want to do again, like a proper live recording, like a live show. But we thought a cute networking. Make some pals on Valentine's Day would be really fun. So we'll, of course, share the link in show notes for you guys. We hope that you can join. And we kept it really small because we thought it'd be nicer if everyone got to meet sort of everyone else instead of going massive. And then hopefully we'll move around the country and do some others. But as I was, what was I even saying? I started this with, oh, yeah, so we had our part two of your Q&A. Then we had our first guest for the year who is the incredible Josh Pitterman, who is the Phantom of the Opera, an amazing, amazing classical singer. We have another really special guest coming up on the classical theme. We have a concert pianist joining, and you might have seen that we have already done a couple of neighborhood activities, just the two of us. We went to her Candlelight concert, which was out of this world. But this week is finally the time where we do our New Year's episode. 
true to form Final. on our new year, which is <laughs> for next week. <laughs> so we thought we'd just do some like reflections on last year's learnings. You know, we're very much about like where are you in your path, yay? What are you feeling about the year? What are your goals for this mm. year? But first, wait, you just came back from Perth a couple of weeks ago. I did. So we had a full two weeks off, which was just like the best and at home like just I haven't done that in years I haven't had a Christmas or New Year's actually we went to Tassie for Christmas to see the family but then we were just at home and it was heaven to just do life admin but then I was like we also didn't remove ourselves from our home situation so I think sometimes it's just so nice to get out of your town get away from like your bedroom and your office and all of that stuff so that was Perth it was our first trip back But also, as I have mentioned, we are not starting our year officially until Feb, so it still felt like a holiday. And we went with Jetstar. You know, they're like our go-to for easy fares all around Australia. And Perth had been like we've been quite a few times, but just like seriously, people go overseas all the time. And I'm like, have you seen the turquoise water in Perth, the white sand? Like there's 19 beaches near the city. Yeah, you guys love it. We love it. Like you can go to – I can't believe you haven't been there. Well, no – Fun fact, my parents, fun fact, <laughs> fun fact about myself. Um, my parents immigrated there, and my sister was born there, and I've never been. It's been on my list. For, I can't believe for, it. For that. Like I've been all around the world, so many countries, not Perth, but I want to go so bad because you always send photos, and I'm like, oh, mm, it's really invite. It's perfect. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Now I really want to go. It's so perfect. It's perfection. It's perfection. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, the West Coast is so dreamy. Like every time I go there, I'm like, just loving this life on the West Coast. Like I could live here every time I go. I'm like, I literally understand why people who grew up here move east to work and then move back straight away when they have kids. It's like the nature is otherworldly. I don't get how these pristine beaches are close to the city as well. Like everything's in its own vicinity. And the nature, like there's something so restorative about being at the in beach. Fastness. Mm. Like in like seawater is just so, I feel like the ocean, I mean there's so much research about the ocean being really good for you, but just like going to Roto and there's no cars on Roto, the island. Roto, your favourite. Sorry, Rottnest Island. Like we can't go and not get the ferry yeah. <laughs> and go to Rottnest. Yeah. It is like quokkas are the happiest, yayest animal in the entire world. They, they even smile and they've got babies at the moment. Stop. <gasps> Stop it. The quokkas had little babies in the pouches. Oh, my God. Is that my favourite photo of you and Nick, I think, with a quokka in front of you, like doing a selfie? Yeah, it, the quokka selfie is like oh a my thing. God. And they smile for them. They're like, That's Hello. so cute. Oh, my God. It's also the only place in the world where I bike ride. It is. It's true. Every time, <laughs> every time Sarah's gotten a bike in the last four years, it's only been at Rottnest Island and she has this crooked, stupid helmet that she wears. My crooked helmet? She's like, hi, Dina, I'm running a bike. Girls, I'm so I'm proud Rotto. of you. It's my island getaway. And I but know exactly where it is. It's, I think, one of my favourite beaches in the entire world. Amy and Jim got married there. Remember I they really got married go. on Rottnest? It was like... I just, I'm so in love with it. The water is so clear. There's like snorkeling. It's actually quite big as well. Like Nick rode around the island and it was two hours. Like there's so many different little coves and bays that you can go and explore. You can stay on the island. So good. It's amazing. It's like, oh. And then you just head back in town and we found like so many. We also went to a couple of wineries, but we found so many new bars and restaurants. Perth is a vibe. Nice. Look at you. And 
our dear friends at Jetstar have some very exciting news that I'm not allowed to talk about just yet, but there's something really exciting coming in the coming weeks that is also perfect, which I'm really <laughs> excited to share. <laughs> so stay tuned because I feel like everyone needs to experience the dreamy West Coast, especially you. No, genuinely. That's this year's goal, Perf. Should that be our next? Like, because <gasps> we went for a relief run, remember? Season no, wait. Event. You did. Yeah, Obviously, you went we went. <gasps> Should we do a, like... Keep CZA goes west. Peeled. Everyone comment, message, DM something if you want us oh over God. in Perth. <gasps> that would be perfection. That would be West Perth. is best. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I get the message. West is best, okay? <laughs> oh, gosh. But you also have been in an incredible natural location, <laughs> just like out in nature reconnecting, and you were kind of in Bermuda in New Zealand. Yeah, New Zealand was a bit bermuda New Zealand was beautiful. Bermudery. <laughs> <laughs> it's a noun, verb, and adjective. Yeah. <laughs> um, it no. New Zealand was awesome. New Zealand. Uh, as pr- this sounds really privileged for me to say, but like I was telling you, I New Zealand was beautiful, and we went with my siblings, mainly with Jen, but we met up with Catherine and Justine, Justine's Catherine's fiance, and we stayed with Justine's family, and it was so nice to be like with the locals in New Zealand. And the weather was hot. The New Zealand sun is a level. We got burnt. We got singed to the core. But I was kind of not, I don't think, ready for another overseas trip, even though it's so close. I like in the last, you know, five months or whatever, it went from quitting job, going overseas, coming back, like putting the house up for rent, finding a new house, going overseas again, coming back. Like it was just a lot of movement where I wasn't necessarily fully ready for another trip, but at the same time it was so nice to be away with family this time, mm-hmm. like with my siblings. So it was really, really nice and it was just blue and green everywhere. It was, And people in <gasps> New Zealand, Kiwis are the nicest people ever. Okay. Tell us about and give a shout-out to your New Zealand fan base. Ange is global. She is a global no. phenomenon. No, we are okay. She got recognised overseas. Just saying, no, not global whatsoever. <laughs> but I did promise. I said to Sarah, we should really appreciate because we we're always like, oh, people see us, say hi, and then we don't really appreciate them. But we, I was, in I Wellington. appreciate them. I cry. Yeah, you do. I was in Wellington. I got this message from Ginny. I think it was Ginny, and she was like stalkery but I I saw you in Wellington and you're much taller than I thought and I was oh like my oh my god thank you I give tall girl vibes I give I... tall girl vibes <laughs> <laughs> and I just tower over people but the people didn't even say hi to me the dirty dog and so I gave her a spray I said you little silly girl you should have said hi to me and then I was like don't worry about it we can still be friends anyway Ginny and then I think E or yeah, E dot V E West, West. Shout out to E.VE. Shout out. Message me and was like, I saw you in Queenstown and also didn't say hi. Oh, my I don't know if I'm – I must be so intimidating. Maybe you have an RBF. I don't think you do, no. A rubber – a rubber – do I? Yeah. I feel like – do you know what? We were talking about this other day. We're like when people message that, we're like, oh, shit, what were we doing? What were we wearing? Was I picking my nose? Yeah, like trust me, picking my wedgie. You're always like an emoji. Yeah, it's true. That's why I was like, it's high likelihood. Holla, 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 recommend that you were doing that. Oh, but it's so low. 
<laughs> anyway, hi, Ginny and E. Dot and Charlene and Charlene from the cafe near the stone. And I'm so sorry if I, I think Tiana was also a cafe from the stone. You literally had four individual separate fans. <sighs> and now it goes, hi, are you like Angfoot or <laughs> <laughs> are you Ange or whatever it is? And then I'll say, oh, hi. Oh, no, and Judy also at the temple. <gasps> so. Judy. Anyway, then normally they go, hi, I follow Sarah. And I'm like, oh, thank Except you for that Sarah. one time where. Which I have spoken about, but just to remember, so remind everyone in the world that once Nick and I were in <laughs> Queensland and this beautiful, beautiful girl ran up and was like, oh, my God, are you Nick and Sarah from Andrew's Instagram? And I was like, this is the best day of my life. And, yes, I am indeed from Andrew's Instagram. There's two, I'm going to put it on my LinkedIn, Sarah only, from Andrew's there's Instagram. There's literally only two reasons why anyone would ever know me in the public sphere is because they follow CZA or Spoonful of Sarah or Judy. It's actually mm-hmm. not for me. It's me as a, like an acquaintance or as, a, as an extension of another thing. No, it's because they're like your poo jokes are funny. Yeah. That is why. I still get poo memes. Um, but I no. also, speaking of you getting poo memes, like how people categorize you instantly. Yeah. You're the poo girl. I'm the cow girl. You are the cow girl. Like I freaking love cows. By the way, guys, as we mentioned, we're on our first vocation. We're so efficient. We've done so much planning, but we have also just played with the cows here at Five Acres. Bitch, I'm a cow. Island. Bitch, I'm a cow. And thought it was hilarious to post a reel on the CCA page with the song "Bitch, I'm a cow." Bitch, I'm a cow. <laughs> but cows bring me so much joy. Every time I see a cow, I'm like, cows. It's true. Can vouch. The whole drive here, everywhere. Cows, cow. cow the same cow. Cow. <laughs> But the cows here, Rory and Ivy, I've been visiting for five years. And Sarah didn't even say good morning to me this morning. Woke up and goes, where are the cows? I was like, where are the cows? And I was like, I'm here. (laughs) No, I think I posted saying, cows make me so happy. Ange also is a cow. (laughs) (laughs) Look at the cow emoji. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, loveliest location. And also shout out to Five Acres in Phillip Island, which is just the most beautiful retreat. And finding people who are, like, seizing their own yay, this amazing couple, Katie and Rom. We love. The first time I came here in 2019, there was nothing here. It was just their house, the guest house we're in, but they had these big dreams for their eco-luxury cabins. But it was distant. It was like maybe one day we'll do that. And now they're literally full all year. All year round. It's amazing. But to see it and be like, I remember you saying, you know, that's our dream. And then to see it in real life, like I always say the greatest privilege of having this show is being able to interview people and then a couple of years later listen to the episode and hear them say my biggest dream is x and then they've done it since then like that's just wild and we just said we said yesterday every time we come here there's a significant update not just like hi look at our rose bush that we planted (laughs) they're like hi we've made three new cabins we've renovated the whole guest house we've also made a new bar function area yeah we've also we have a made, new orchard we have, have a new, new orchard with strawberries nectarines they brought strawberries like, like katie just literally brought us a fresh nectarine and i was like what is that nectar like from the gods fully like i'm confused <laughs> amazing like there's a whole massive veggie garden and there's another greenhouse okay so next time we come there maybe there better be a baby highland Katie's gonna hate us she's gonna be like now nah, there's pressure we have to no, i literally was like if they breed from rory and they have a tiny baby Highland cow, I will actually be deceased. Like, deceased. Yeah, you would be. I would. I can't, I can't, I can't. 
Hala, 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 excited about the baby hiling cow. I was like, people will book in the accommodation just to meet the cow. Hala, 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 cow. Hala, hala, cow. Hala, 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 cow. We better get back on track. We're never going to get there. What is track? Okay, so track is Year's reflection. Okay, so your reflections on last year, huge year for you. Huge, Kimmy. Me? Huge change of job, change of everything, relationship, move house. Mm. Like how are you feeling? What are your big lessons? How are you feeling for this year? Um, you just had New Year. You were an Aoyai. Yes. I was like, she wears dresses. Actually, everyone knows you wear dresses now. New, new, new You're slowly me. morphing into me. I, I know. <laughs> um, knocking you over off your throne of the god of time. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> we're so delirious I'm so sorry why are we so um, out of it we're so out of it no no we're back on track what track we're this on track, track. <laughs> <laughs> what track is this track okay we're back no, on this is part of my answer to this question the delirium like I am not ready to be back at work <laughs> um, reflections on last year so many changes so many <laughs> <laughs> oh no Oh, no. I can't. (laughs) What's happening? (gasps) Okay. Okay. We got this. Okay. Go. So on track, this track. On track. This track, what track? This track. Okay. So last year was like actually really amazing. I I feel upon reflection, really big changes. I feel like last year in my brain feels like, if I had to have a definition of success, a very successful year in That's in great. ways. I feel like my career as a physio was – I had a lot of fun. I did my favourite rotation in <gasps> neuro and stroke, which was my last rotation before I resigned. And it was just like this beautiful – like I said, I resigned from full-time physio, not from being a physio. Yeah. So it was a nice kind of end to this full-time era in the hospital for now. I had a lot of fun. I feel like I achieved a lot in my time as a physio there in terms of progressing myself and making my, I don't want to say making my mark, but in a sense showing my full potential and as a physio but beyond being a physio at the mm-hmm. workplace. I think the greatest thing I did was give a lot, give not just as a physio but all the other skills that it may have to the workplace. I was really proud of that because I was able to do that, but I was only able to do that because the workplace allowed me to do that, which was the other thing that I was so grateful for. The only reason why I feel like it was such a success because those two married at the same time, like me being like, yep, I'm going to open myself to all these opportunities that wouldn't normally exist in hospital, like creating videos, creating campaign videos and bringing teams together through digital you know, means and QR codes and being innovative in that sense, but also doing that in a workplace, in a physio or healthcare environment. I was like, the only way that that was going to ever work was for the workplace to allow me to do that, which it it really did. Like all of my seniors were amazing in appreciating what I had and then letting me work to all of those strengths, which I'm so grateful for, which is why Mm. I feel like I had such a positive year there, not just being a physio, but all aspects of it. And then you get at the same time towards the end of the year, making that big jump which I think for a good four or five weeks, it was incredibly anxiety-inducing. But I wouldn't say that it was a negative experience. I mm. think it was a relatively 
normal experience given the circumstances. Is it not the typical CZA scenario mm. of the fact that you have to push through any good change yeah. involves intense discomfort, but it can be positive discomfort. Yeah, that's you what, know I what I mean. Think- like it's so hard to explain that, but and that's when I realized the whole thing. We I said. You know, people are like, oh, it will feel right when it's right or whatever, you know. It, yeah, yeah. It doesn't necessarily feel right. You can have yeah. this weird discomfort and dissonance and still be the right decision for that time. Totally. And it's so, hindsight when you're like, yeah, that made sense. Yeah, like, but at the time, no. This time last year was when I first spoke to you about resigning. No kidding, because we went away from my birthday, remember, and that's when yes. I, in law I spoke about it. And that was when I, in my mind, thought there was a possibility that it would work outside because we were talking about me coming to work for C's and that actually being a feasible option. And then I said I just a need to find option. a feasible option. <gasps> um, holla, 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 holla. <laughs> and then I did it in all – like I – decided towards the end of my neuro rotation I, I desperately wanted to finish that and that was one of my favorite four months ever working in that and I, that's when I was like yeah I want to be a probably a neurophysio that's when I made the decision and I was like ah, oh, doing that and the, but I also at the same time didn't want to halt my career in case you know I couldn't move out as fast as I could yeah 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 and so it was all really positive experiences I made really great friendships there like really awesome we had run club which was my favorite thing ever bouldering club was my favorite thing ever all within work so really cool things and then yeah resigning really big move really massive change in that same time new relationship also very like happy really just all, everything was coming together really quickly, <gasps> even though it was coming slowly. I even got a couple overseas trips in, which I hadn't been on for a real long time. Rented out my house, which I feel like was a pretty big milestone. Found a tenant, which was a really big deal. And then moved in that process, also kind of slowly moved out of the house. So all of that happened between August and December. Mm. And all big changes, which is what I was saying, I feel like, like it was a positive reflection on the year, but at the same time, like chaotic but in a positive way in a, in a moving forward way yeah 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 it's as like opposed to clutter like unsettling mess. everything to then like put better yeah. pieces back in yeah. but it still feels like unsettling and it was just because it was all at the same time yeah like had I kind of and I'm kind of glad it all happened at the same time because I feel like if I dragged any of those things on for it would be such a long feeling year yeah so yeah really I actually feel like I had a positive year without it being so chaotic like I was doing so much I just yeah, had a lot of yeah. change like usually yeah. my chaos is like I'm doing 6,000 things yeah and I just don't even get it yours breath. was like structural mine was structural and a lot of like setting myself up for this year mm-hmm. and it was quite good because now this year is looking really exciting for me but yeah I think if I had to ch- choose words to define last year it'd be like change a lot of joy Aww. a lot of fulfillment and I guess like a sense of like success that so, is yeah. so nice. Yeah, kind of really – like I didn't really think about it until we were coming onto this trip and I was like in all in all the year was really awesome. Like all these big changes that I didn't think were going to happen and mm. I didn't plan for but mm. happened and I think that's the other thing is embracing that as opposed to having to structure your year from February and expect the year to go to what it was. Like from February. I, I knew that you like, like, how was, from our new year. Yeah, like how was I meant to know that moving out was going to be a thing, Yeah, moving – like tenanting out my place, quitting my job, going overseas, being in a relationship. Like how did I really know all of that was going to happen or plan for that? And I would never have planned for it, but it's kind of worked out to be this really beautiful time. Like, yeah, it's a positive year I feel for me. I think one of the coolest things as well is the fact that I do remember that conversation where you were like, 
I don't know what to do. I just feel like my creative side needs some freedom and I need to be able to like channel my energy and you were like a caged bird, but you were like, and I said, imagine mm. if we could on a Tuesday yeah. put our creative brains together, go somewhere, lock ourselves in and just we'll be able to work together again. Yeah. And we, we were just kind of like, imagine. And then today we realized we we're like, we're doing it. We are. Yeah. Right now. Like and yesterday so we got cool. Like yesterday we got here and we were so productive. Like both of us. We worked all day. And it didn't feel like this crazy like you know crazy work uh, messy we got here and we were like on and then that was it and that's yeah. what I think we both had always wanted but at the same time I didn't think it's easy for you to be like oh my god imagine if but as a far-fetched thing yeah but at one point we were talking about things like okay what would the cost structure look like or a rate and, and that's mm. when I was like yeah you're almost you're actually serious about this as am I oh 100% and but something like you know it's really easy for us to be like let's start a business yeah, together yeah, one yeah, day yeah, in yeah. the future that yeah. may or may not happen like yeah. it was it was that conversation where I thought that was a possibility where this. Really? And a part of me quitting was, one, so I could still be a physio but in the time that yeah, I wanted yeah. to be, but two, then to be able to work together again because that's the <gasps> stuff that like, I get so excited about. And then three is the flexibility of life. And there's pros and cons. Like, you know, now I get to structure my days however I want to, but then the sacrifice is like, you know, there's night meetings, really early morning meetings yeah. or you're working while you're away and you don't really switch off. But at the same time, you can wake up whatever time you want and go to the cafe and that can be your workplace for the day. You know, yeah. it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. what it's you like, want to trade at the time. Totally. And um, it comes back to the whole pie chart thing from our yeah. last our last episode. No. Yeah, yeah, our last episode together where it was like in a relationship, we're all a pie chart and we all fulfill certain areas and a week in other areas and you find someone who meets your pie chart. I feel like it's the same with your life options. Mm. It's like for some people – the pie chart of a job is stability, routine, structure, certainty. For other people, they need flexibility, innovation, excitement, possibility. Mm. Like it just depends on what you need, A, in your personality, but B, in the time in your life that you're in as well. Yeah. Because like that might change for you. And I think that I've realised I like making goals based on themes and concepts as opposed to like I want to get this job. Yeah. I'm more like I want to seize opportunities this year. You're yay. Be free. <gasps> like all of that stuff. Yeah. As opposed to being like, I want to be working as this person by blah, blah, blah. It's more so I want to take all the opportunities and I want to feel like happy and free. Yeah. Like more conceptual as opposed to like these particular tangible I feel like that's what it is but I don't know that could change I do both every year Mm. you know I do like I sit down and I write my lofty Mm. like conceptual goals like feelings or general values and then I have like kind of achievable but maybe longer term like across a year I want to achieve more of x and then I have very specific goals as well like Mm. I have all three Mm. but I haven't done that activity this year yet and it's so weird for me you've heard of vague but how about your reflections of last year first Oh, my gosh. So similar but different to you. I feel like I had a very positive, like so many positive memories, some of the coolest things that have ever happened in my life, some of the biggest leaps of thinking and like Antarctica and Egypt just stretch your brain so much. Like they were life bucket list things that were just a highlight. I can't even still explain how they change you as a person and how I never necessarily thought I'd get there and get there that young and get to go with Nick and like, you know, all those things or Antarctica to go at all. And then by myself, like it was a year of really cool stuff happening. 
But I also, if I had to describe it as one word, I would say chaos or roller coaster. Chaos, yeah, totally. But in a positive way as well? In a positive way, but also in a, not a negative way, but in a challenging mm. way. Like I feel like what, as a mass generalization, I think a lot of people will resonate, some people may not, but I feel like we all came, it was our first year of trusting that we weren't in lockdown. It was our first year of trusting that we could travel overseas. There was a bit more normality, but also still being a bit paranoid that maybe we, you know, maybe we need to seize the opportunity. Mm. So I think we all went like 200% with excitement for not being, having been able to do anything. And because of that, everyone went way too hard. And then everything was just like nothing fitted into a plan or a structure. Everyone was just like, blah, blah, blah. Like that, I remember my year is like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I remember your year as, as a third party observer. Yeah. And I feel like so many people around me were doing the same. We were just like, yes to everything because we didn't get to do it. And it was all so wonderful. And because there was still a certain level of uncertainty in a weird way, it also was wonderful to then be like, I don't know what I'm going to be doing next month. Any opportunity could come at me. I had no idea I was going to Antarctica until like October mm. and then I went in November and that was amazing because you got to live in truly in the moment, not like, you know, planning backwards by October I want to achieve blah. I think I went into last year with no plans. I never planned very much further ahead than a couple of weeks had so much fun, but I often talk about like going ridiculously fast in no direction. I never sat and decided a direction. Mm. I never like reevaluated each quarter like I normally would and said, okay, this quarter was a bit too much this and not enough this. So next quarter, let's like change that. I just went, Rah! yeah. And, and then it was, like it was week the end to of the week. year. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was like week to week. And it was so amazing, but I, I felt like I had no steering wheel. I feel like I was just going. And I, feel like this year and that's not necessarily a bad thing it was great because I said yes to way more things than I could have if I'd planned too rigidly you know I always say if you plan to too much certainty into your life then you don't allow for the spontaneous amazing things but I do think it challenged my ability to pace myself I did get like quite burnt out a few times but also like emotionally you're sort of like there's so much shock in things you also can't like look forward you're to things constantly as much. Heightened, like- yeah, you're heightened in a good way but in like a stress, even positive stress of like, oh. Yeah. But also things like CZA, like we wanted to do Pinot and Picasso and then we didn't because I just didn't, I couldn't plan that far ahead and then by the time the date that we would have done it by came, I was like, oh, I'm in Antarctica. Like the whole year was like that. It was just like weird like lofty goals and all of them just shifting, everything shifting mm. all the time. I just, I can't even describe all I can say. It was like a messy roller coaster of a year but great. Yes. Also very hard. We were still in Nick's family having a very difficult year until around, you know, September and even after that and I found that having such positivity work and then having such personal challenge and being apart all the time and thinking about a family but not really and like I just wasn't focused I was so focused but also not focused I was focused micro yeah. and not macro I had no yeah. idea of the macro and yeah. I hate losing sense side yeah. of the macro it's so, kind of nice though to be in a little bit of a limbo for a short period totally no m- m- overriding goal and just living life yeah but I feel like I really embraced that in COVID mm. And then I thought that 2022 would be the year I didn't do that. And then I just let it keep going and enjoyed it a lot. But I have noticed about myself that I like to have some kind of macro umbrella. Like the big learning from last year is I like to do that a little bit and I probably needed, like me pre-2019, probably needed to do it a bit more. 
me now is like I need some sense of overarching direction to feel like I'm moving or like I'm orientated. I feel very disorientated. Right, yes, yes. Which is also why like now I'm like, is the year started? Like what are my goals? Because I haven't, it sort of hasn't settled Mm. and I'm fidgety. Nick and I use that word all the time where we're fidgety because we're like, I've got so much energy but where and like everything's still messy and it's all so great. I have so many ideas, but I'm like, oh my God, which direction do I put it in? I have to sit down and like organize the mess, put it in some columns or categories or something. I'm rarely like that. I usually have a bit of macro. I need some macro. Mm, So that's my next task for February. But like a part of you is or your planning is revolved around other people. It's all very conditional to this happening, which means this will happen if I can go here. Then if I have a job in Sydney next week, that means I can't do this. So it's all very, it's a bit of a domino effect. And because everyone's- Domino uncertainty. It's domino uncertainty. And it's because (gasps) everyone's closed for a lot of January. You're kind of just sitting there waiting, being like, how can I really plan my year when I don't really know? Because it's depending on this, which depends on this, which depends on this. Totally. And then it's even more- tiring to plan or do anything and then you get more fidgety and it's just a vicious cycle of that yeah and I didn't really realize like I thought I'd gone so far the spontaneity way and now I've realized like I feel every year you learn something about yourself yeah and every situation makes you realize either you enjoy something or you don't or you're good at something or you're not or whatever and I feel like this last little period has shown me I really I make a lot of joy in life when I'm more spontaneous than my default but I don't focus very well Internally, I, f- I can focus on work. I can do whatever I need to do. But internally in my soul, I don't operate very well when I don't have any certainty. Like I like to have some, I don't know whether it's like not structure, but just like a vague map mm. or something. Like some like a guide or something. I don't even know what I mean. Mm. But just like, yeah, I'm better when I have a small amount of like a word to channel the year or something. Yeah, that's I ha- what I mean. that's and I don't have that for this like year yet. Like a theme. Like a theme Maybe a year. theme. And last year had no theme. And then, then you pretty much say, you're like, am I doing this? Is this an opportunity? Yes, no. I take it or I don't take it. Yes. I think the biggest thing is when you know what you want or what, what your goal is for a year, the decision-making is easy because it's mm. like, yes, that promotes the thing I want or no, it doesn't. And at the moment and even last year because I was like, I don't know what I want, I was like, everything's a yes and everything's a no yeah because if you don't commit to one thing you can't commit to anything properly because you committed to everything yeah so I kind of feel like I need to discern what I am really trying to do and then not get and also then you just get distracted last year I was shiny things and I'm not often shiny things I was like what's that shiny thing over there yes I'll do that like everything is amazing and it was it's the loveliest problem to have but I think I can channel myself better and do myself more justice if I'm like a bit more what's my real thing I want to achieve. More of a legacy question than yeah. a, what do I want right now, but what do I want my impact on the world this year to be? Yeah. I think that's more my question and I don't yeah. know. Mm. That was deep. Yeah, but good that you've thought about it. You haven't really given yourself so the time much. to think about it yet. I just was like I'm so fidgety. Like Nick and I use the word fidgety when we're like, itching for for something that was me all of last year yeah until I quit yeah Mm. see I wasn't itchy last year because I wasn't fighting it I was Mm. like I know this is the the purpose of this year is not necessarily to be grounded to goals or to get from A to B it's just to exist and enjoy it as much as I can and be available for the family things that I need to be available for and make the most of what's in between whereas this year I'm like Mm. Mm. (laughs) you've already already been pretty good at setting boundaries of what you will and won't say yes to based on you know like your 
I think you have an idea of what your overarching theme yeah, or goal vague. will be, which is enough for now to kind of make these acute decisions in the next period. Yeah. I think a lot of the conversations I've had lately with people have been about being okay if you feel a bit mm. funny. Icky or Icky, unclear. fidgety, unsettled, yeah. like not quite like you're in the year, like still kind of like who am I, what am I doing, what is life? I think that's quite common right now. So just if if you're not feeling Got your diary, got your dates in, got your goals. Like, that's very okay. Yeah, neither of us do, to be honest. No. This conversation is the first conversation we've had about this topic. Yeah. So it's top of the head speaking at the minute because neither of us yeah. have really sat down. Which like, I love the, the podcast for that because we never have conversations a second time for the benefit of you guys. No. We are always having it the first yeah, time and, and we're we, going, really? Yeah. <laughs> and we get exhausted after because like vulnerability fatigue. Mm. 100%. Now I'm like, and you and I were talking about when we meet people in public as well, we're like, oh, my God, you're a real human and I said all those things about my bowels to you. Like you forget that people are listening because there's no one in the room right now. I know you said you don't, you haven't thought about goals, but do you have any? <laughs> <laughs> well, to clear the scar from my lip pimple is a tangible goal. Great. I'm proud of you. The katut. The, the katut. Katut bahood. <laughs> <laughs> that was a different pimple, wasn't it? That was my pimple. Your pimple was katut bahood. Your katut bahood. Oh, that was so cute. Why did we even? We're so it's weird. We're so weird. No, okay. So this is another one that I'm really excited about a particular guest that we just locked in for a dedicated yeah. episode on this, yes. which I will also have to decide and I don't have to decide very often how much I share about something or not. I generally just go, here is everything in my soul. Mm. And then I go, oopsie, that was a bit bit much. Yeah. <laughs> just a bit much of an overshare. <laughs> but it's uh, definitely a big focus this year is starting a family. And it's very, very difficult to decide how specific you want to be about sharing because it does suddenly, if you say we're at this stage, it creates expectations. And then once you've said it, in a recorded forum, then it's like people can count back how many weeks it's been or months since you said that yeah. and, and it adds pressure. It's, there's already pressure. So it's like you're adding an unnecessary extra layer of pressure. But because of that, so many women then, and like I'm not saying there's anything wrong with this at all because I would by default do the same, then like three years later or two years later come out and announce a pregnancy or announce whatever they've been going through and say for two years this has been going on but I haven't been speaking about it, which means at the time, people are going through the same thing. Like miscarriages are not spoken about. The amount of people I know who have experienced them and no one knows. Or even just the process. The process. Like it, people feel so isolated because everyone is more conservative about what they share, which means people can't find their community at the time. It's often in hindsight because you don't want to jinx it because of so many reasons. Anyway, so I will have to decide at some point where I sit on and also because I'm sharing on behalf of Nick as well, so it's not just me. And your daughter, me. And my daughter, Angelina. <laughs> and Katut. Katutpahood. But, yeah, we have a fertility and conception and birth-related episode with a really exciting guest mm, coming up. Really, really good But guest. that is undeniably a big focus for us this yeah. year and something that, you know, I probably haven't prioritised or been able to. Like physically, Nick and I have not been in the same place for a lot of time. So that's something I definitely want to, you know, when I was 17, I thought you sat on the same toilet seat as a boy, you get pregnant. And probably with, how you- pro- <laughs> 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 with 
probably at the level of fertility we'll have at 17, probably you could have. But now it's like you can't really, it's hard for it to happen by accident. So you have to make an effort, especially when you travel separately a lot, like timing and stuff. Yeah. And so it's a pri- it, that's a very big goal. And talking about the domino thing, it's very, very difficult because like, once that happens, your life doesn't end, but your life changes dramatically, mm. which changes all your goals and you don't know when that's going to happen and it suddenly becomes like a very fidgety time. <laughs> but even the pro- the process of doing that, you have to make decisions based on that process as well. Yeah, you know, like you need to be or, together when yeah, you're ovulating. Yeah, being together physically but then also making sure you're not burning out and yeah. making sure that your health is optimised, you know, for the best opportunity. There's yeah. a lot. There's a lot, yeah. You know, but that's okay. I can vicariously go to overseas for you. I can um, <laughs> sub in for any You could totally sub in. Be like, hi, everyone get, in the neighborhood. Um, I'm, I'm, no, now you dress like me and do your makeup like uh, me. I just all have to say no one will hi, know. Beautiful people. Hi, beautiful people. Welcome to the um, I haven't done quarter of the day for a really long time. Yeah, also. you haven't. It's true. I need to get back to that. Yeah. And I think we need to do another flip book that's like a bit risque, like a bit cheeky. Yeah, a bit edgy, like bit calm edgy. your chitty titties. Like calm your itty bitty titty committee. Yeah. Okay, cool. <gasps> Any other goals though? <sighs> like I really haven't sat down and orientated myself. I think, I don't know. I think more play TA. I definitely talk about that. Last year I talked a lot about it and I didn't do a lot of it. I have a lot of things I enjoy, but I don't have a hobby right now. I really want to go back to do dance classes. Do it. Yeah, you said like, that for years. Yeah, years. You said that for years. Years. And yeah. gym to me is not a hobby. It's for my mental health, my physical health. It's not like something I just do for the expression like yeah. dance is. I don't like play a sport even though I love sport. I haven't made time for like a regular activity mm. that's not self-development related and I feel like that's probably something I'm missing like even yoga I haven't done for so long I haven't like I've been reading a lot like fiction that's been really good but no puzzles or like I don't know playing with the cows was really good for me but like you know I just talked about it so much I was like it's so important you play to and then like didn't play to at all (laughs) but then Antarctica was like couldn't have my phone for 14 days and all I did was just like play like read about whales and seals and talk to people I'd never, you know, made a point of interrupting circles and making friends with people and, like, just looking out at the sky, like, you know, letting my breath, the clouds. No, I think yours is, you've always said play to yay. Dance was always one because it wasn't related to a work yeah. job. I can't a, turn it into, yeah, like, you, an and it's not, Yeah, it's not something career. that was created and then in within that you were able to play. It's stuff that you create for yourself in your own timetable that's not associated with yeah. any other kind of partnerships. Not to say that you can't be have so much yay with them, but it's not revolved around that. It was not as a as a side yeah. of that. And the other thing was like booking in for activities like mm. candlelight concerts. We went to see it was so Disney, good. which is the ultimate play. And like it was only an hour and a half, I think it was. No, an hour, like an hour and ten minutes max. An hour and like if you were stressed that day or worried about anything, you would have been transported. Like the value of an hour for your personality, I was crying, literally Mulan reflections on the piano and she turned around. I don't cry very easily. She turned around and I was just like, I'm sorry. It was so funny. I'm really emotional. It was so beautiful. It wasn't funny. It was It, it was, was hilarious. cute, but it was hilarious. Only, it was only hilarious because it was, we had to be quiet because obviously they're performing and so I, I was, was like, trying to, cons- <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh my God, are you okay? Oh my God. Are you okay? <laughs> And Sarah was like, oh, my God. 
like pointing to her eyes and we were just like internally laughing. But like that sparked so much joy. You and I were like captivated. We highly recommend it. Don't do it. Highly recommend. Van Ann is an incredible pianist, musician. She arranger, and she composes. Like she mixes Britney with Beethoven and does it in this just exquisite way. And she has a few other candlelight concerts coming up as well as like her own albums and so much going there's a, on. There's a free there's one. A free Fred one Square on Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Fred Square. <gasps> I think there's going to be vocalists as well, but it's like a yeah, whole concert right. at Fed Square. Highly recommend to go, but it was just so good. So many people responded was like, should yeah. I go? Should I go? I and like, I was like, do not miss it. Like this, us saying it was amazing wasn't, like it wasn't like an ad. It was no. genuinely we went we out went of that. For we were fun. we were talking about it for like thirty five minutes straight. The whole car uh, the ride whole home, way home. to your mum so to good. Nick. Like it was. It went by really quickly because yeah. every song you know. Like just I would recommend choosing a night that you actually like, the theme like, like the a Dell you might is, love. Yeah, Coldplay, yeah. The, the the song that you love and then hearing those versions <sighs> of it is so so awesome. But last year, I, I think also because of work, we get to go we have such a privilege of getting to go to a lot of events I forget to book separate ones like ones that I'm just going to or even like you're not allowed to take videos in there until the very end so Mm. it's kind of nice that you have to have your phone away but yeah I think that's another priority is like booking leisure or entertainment like Josh is in the Phantom I'm going to see the Phantom Van is a pianist and then we had her on the show so her episode's coming out next week but then we're like also let's go to the show like I need to Make more of an effort for those just entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. I have two more questions about oh, your reflection. Do you? Yeah, I do actually. Cute. Surprise. Also, oh my God, this song from Mulan that I cried to was called Reflections. Reflections. Yes. <gasps> oh my God. Who um, is that girl I see? <gasps> it's also a Christian song. No, it's. I know. Oh anyway, um, two best memory or moment highlight of last year and low light oh highlight low light oh my god that is so difficult i know but you gotta do it low light is easy the week that my father-in-law passed away was obviously very very sad um very intense and yeah it had been coming for a long time but happened quite quickly in the end so just a really hard week and that same week we found out about paul's lung cancer so it was just like oh my god so much cancer in one week it was just he, I mean, you guys, if you follow us, you know Paul is like my firstborn child. Mm. He's like, oh, I just love him so much. I can't even talk about it. But that week I distinctly remember as just like I don't even know what to do yeah, with this, lay, like the layers, was, laying yeah. it on day after day, of like new news It would, and the, the touch and go-ness at the same time. It was just like messy. And then when it's your loved one being affected, even more acutely and then you're trying to balance that and then we also had like normal life going on on the side like it was just a weird week and I think in times like that your concept of time stops and prioritization stops but like everyone else is around you doesn't so you're struggling against being in your own head but then normal deadlines and normal things happening you know you just can't I don't know it was a really hard time and I think because the year had been quite challenging as well it was like just on top of everything of, yeah, it was a lot. Highlight, there were many. Yeah. But I really think Antarctica, like, was the thing that stands out in my brain still as, like, what was like that? Homo? Like, yeah, incredible. Like, Homo was absolutely incredible. But I've been to Italy. Fair. And it was, like, beautiful and mind-blowing and breathtaking and 
the most exquisite wedding I've ever seen. But it didn't stretch my brain to feel like, like Antarctica feels like Mars. It's so different. And like, you know that travel is my favorite for the brain stretch. Like the brain stretch is my favorite part. And just being like, I've never not had my phone for 14 days. Like yeah. I've just never not had the internet for that long. Yeah, you saying you were so refreshed. I was like, because it's like going into the womb and getting reborn again. Cause it's like, none of us know who we are without connectivity because we've never done it since we got our phones the first time. Like you wouldn't remember the last time you didn't have a phone for that long. Like when would it have been for you? Maybe a weekend, but not 14 no, I'm days. I'm trying to remember. Or 12 days or whatever it was. Like I, I really don't. Like I don't because all of my last trips have been I've worked on the trip. Yeah. Even my mum who's like doesn't need tech for work or anything, she wouldn't have had 14 days without mm. like something. Mm. And it's like you really work out who you are because so you awesome. have no stimulus. Like you've, so I think most of the time I figure out who I am in my responses to stimulus. Yeah. Whereas without all that, you're like, who am I in an icy, so like barren planet without anything except whales? <laughs> like, and no one I know and no one I know knows if I'm alive. Like yeah. who am I and what do I want out of life? And it was weird. It was so existential. Even like we go for weeks not talking or whatever or just not. But those two weeks, you felt so far away. Yeah. I was I like, knew I couldn't gone. contact you. It was just so weird. Was so, and then I cried when you came back. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but that that oh. was like really, I've never done that before and I probably won't go for 14 days again. Like mm. why would I do that again? What what would cause that? Of not even telling Nick hello. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm. So it was incredibly unique and special and I just haven't had an experience like that in a long time. So I think that was a real highlight. But also the honeymoon because it was the first time in like a while that Nick and I had had time together that was easy and like us, us mm. again. And that was like, oh, my God, he's back. We could be together. Yeah, yeah it was so – it was lovely. I was like, oh, hi, husband. Nice. Hello. Cute. They were my surprise questions. Oh, I like those. Cute. What was your highlight and low light? You know, I asked this question not having thought about my own answers. I know, which is why I'm asking. Low lights probably revolved around death. Obviously Shane, but also there's this one patient that oh, I was like really right. yeah. I worked a lot with who I feel like will stay with me forever. It was just a really just one of those ones that you would just always remember, you know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Who yeah, that patient passed away and that was actually really sad. I remember arriving in Turkey and then kind of and told. then you just found out. And I was yeah. like, and I, like heaps of patients pass away, you know, it's just, it's, it's not uncommon, not common, but this one was just, was very different. And then I guess the anxiety around leaving the job was not a low light, but it was a lot of discomfort. Yeah. Quite angsty. And, angsty. Yeah. Very angsty. Yeah. yeah. And then the highlight, probably choose like that, re- the relief of having made that decision. Yeah. Of, yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, it's, it's. Like I'm actually doing this, which is a really big relieving feeling. So I guess in a sense a highlight. And this is going to sound really cheesy, but I guess like finding someone that you love. Oh, my God. That's beautiful. God, I'm going to listen to to this one day and be like, that was so cheesy. She found somebody she loves. But it's true. She holla, 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 I feel like everyone that like kind of falls in love or whatever has a, like has that, you are like, oh, that's a nice experience. It's a really fun experience. And then, like, I'm very much like whatever happens, happens. I don't think I'm one to be like I have to hold on to this. 
like obviously it's nice to have for a long time or as long as you possibly can, but I'm also not one to be ignorant to the fact that not everything, you know, it, who knows what happens in the future. You can't really control that. So yeah. I'm also open to that as well. But for the time being, that has been really nice. Go BIM. Oh, my God, big year ahead. Big year ahead. I think this is going to be structured, though. That's my thing. Yeah. Structure with a lot of opportunity seizing. Structured spontaneity. Structured spontaneity. <laughs> that is my vibe for this year. Since the yay. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining for the work yaycation and our first yays of our lives. I know we made year. it through kind of cognitively intact. Our next one is with Nick for Valentine's Day. Yes. So excited. excited. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be head host. Oh yeah, guys, if you have questions, send them to Ange. You're gonna be guests. And I also will be there for fact checking. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) False. 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 (laughs) Sarah and I uh we sleep in a king super king bed false. water bed with, <laughs> and we don't watch television in the there bedroom. is no tv in the room false. False. <laughs> we have the big screen medium screen and a little screen on together all right thanks bim thanks, guys bim. thank you for listening hopefully see some of you Oh, my God, at our first in real life event for 2023. And as always, please send your ideas and suggestions, requests if you want us to come to your city. Cute. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll see you in two weeks. Bye. See ya.